Welcome to the Saturday edition. I've been looking forward to this. Kind of was in the seesaw mill of trading this week. It was kind of interesting. So let's see what Ray Merriman has to say. Thomas Miller here on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for joining us here on this Saturday. Before we jump into the newsletter, I want to remind you, 1045 this morning, Mars squares Neptune. We've been talking about the upsides of these aspects all through this weekend since Thursday. But there are shadows. You know, for every positive, there's another side of the coin. And this is a challenged aspect. Mars in Gemini in retrograde, the sign of the dual twin, plurality, twos. You've always got to think twos right now. And squaring Neptune, the lies and deceptions. So, Be careful of the mask, particularly. Question things. Don't take things for granted and don't take them at face value, especially things in the financial markets. (laughs) I learned that one (laughs) painful way. Good and bad week trading this week. All right, let's jump into the MMACycles.com newsletter. I am thrilled, honestly thrilled, that I am started production this week on the 2023 forecast book for Ray as an audio that's going to be available on the website first, and then eventually uh, the plan is for it to be on Audible, where he hopefully will start making a presence with other audiobooks so that financial astrology comes to the audiobook world. I'm excited. Thank you to Ray and the team for giving me a shot at it. I do appreciate it very much. All right, we'll keep you posted on all the unfolding of that, but mid-December when it all comes out digitally. Let's jump into the newsletter now. This is for the week of November 21st. It is free online, mmacycles.com. Up at the right, you just click on the free weekly forecast tab, and that gets you to right where we are couple of articles to get things going. This one first from Reuters, dated November 15th. Headline, Banking Giants and New York Fed start 12-week digital dollar pilot. Quoting, Global banking giants are starting a 12-week digital dollar pilot with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Earlier this month, Michelle Neal, head of New York Fed's market group, said it sees promise in using a central bank digital dollar to speed up settlement time in currency markets. I just read them. Next article, dated yesterday, November 18th, S&P 500 closes higher on Friday but ends the week with losses. St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard said Thursday that the policy rate is not yet in a zone that may be considered sufficiently restrictive. He suggested that the appropriate zone for the federal funds rate could be in the 5 to 7 percent range, which is higher than what the market is pricing. I just read them. The Dow Jones Industrial Average followed the lunar cycle to a T last week with a new high on Tuesday and a low on Thursday, followed by another healthy rally on Friday. Tuesday was the day of Venus trining Jupiter, the law of abundance signature, and Thursday was the moon in Virgo headed to the Mars-Neptune square. U.S. stock markets basically paused their prior gains since the primary cycle low of October 13th, when Mars also squared Neptune. It's doing it again this weekend, only this time Mars is retrograde 
and the market is closer to a new cycle high than a low. Gold and silver also made new highs on November 15th as the Venus-June trine unfolded. However, their highs were related to heliocentric Mercury transiting through Sagittarius November 13th through 25th. Crude oil took a beating last week, dropping to 77.59 on Friday, testing its recent primary cycle trough on September 26th, when Jupiter made its double semi-square and midpoint to the Saturn-Uranus square, which was the most powerful geocosmic configuration of the year. We'll talk more about crude oil in a minute. And Bitcoin, strangely enough, held its recent yearly low on November 10th, despite the dramatic bankruptcy of FTX and the loss of billions of dollars and possibly over one million investors in its exchange. What a debacle. But entirely consistent with the basic principles of Saturn, loss, squaring Uranus, sudden and chaotic, in Taurus, money and banks. November 10th was the middle of the translation, quote-unquote, of the departing Saturn-Uranus square by both the Sun and Venus, November 5th through the 11th. Is it over? Or will there be another Earthshaker, Uranus, as Jupiter moves toward its third and final semi-square to Uranus on December 23rd? Question mark. Now the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts... Here is a quote from the White House, a statement released October 18th, quoting, The president is announcing that the administration intends to repurchase crude oil for the Strategic Petroleum Reserve when prices are at or below about $67 to $72 per barrel, adding to global demand when prices are around that range, end quote. With Mars square Neptune this weekend, today, as we just mentioned, in fact, and with Jupiter retrograde in Pisces, October 29th through December 20th, crude oil may be setting up for an important move. This may be supported by the political situation as well. First, the astrology, then the politics, and finally a trade idea. Jupiter and Neptune, as well as their ruling signs of Sagittarius and Pisces, have dominion over crude oil prices, according to our studies, and each are highlighted over the next month. Mars is a trigger to financial markets whenever it makes a hard aspect to another planet. Make a note of that if you're interested in financial astrology. Let me say that again. Mars is a trigger in financial markets whenever it makes a hard aspect In other words, and in this case, a conjunction, an opposition, a square to another planet. It is especially relevant to the sector of financial markets related to that other planet. In my parentheses, that means that oil is in the crosshairs. Mars is in retrograde now, which means it will form three squares to Neptune. The first was on October 13th the day of the yearly low in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And that was before Mars turned retrograde. Crude oil had just topped out on October 10th at $93.64 a barrel. Then it fell to a low of $81.30 on October 18th, as the White House put the statement out quoted above. 
This was a secondary low to the primary low that happened on September 26th, which was an MMA three-star geocosmic critical reversal date described above. We're talking about October 18th. Then for the next three weeks, it rallied again up to a high of 93.74 on November 7th. This was not going the president's way. But now as Mars turns to its second square to Neptune, crude oil is back to $77.59 and challenging those lows of September 26th. It is finally below the level at which President Biden sold the reserves a month ago. In other words, his trade is now back in the money at the moment. President Biden, who will celebrate his 80th birthday, solar return, tomorrow, Sunday, with Mars rising and square Neptune, often states he doesn't pay attention to the stock market. But apparently he is willing to be a trader of crude oil with the nation's treasury and is not reticent about making his trading plans known publicly, unlike most other traders. Crude oil is now nearing the price of his call to buy at a profit from whence he sold last month. The stated purpose of buying will be to replenish the stock of the nation's strategic petroleum reserves that he sold, probably close to the low of October 18th. Now will traders fade his public pronouncement of when he will buy? Probably. Will he have the courage and discipline required of a successful trader to carry out the trade before it turns against him, slash us? And if he does, what does that say about near-term price projection for crude oil with all of that buying coming in and while Jupiter is still in Pisces? And what does that say about America's readiness to cope with any sudden or escalating international military threats if he does not replenish? You get the picture. If you're a trader and paying attention to this, it could be a very prosperous holiday season. You might be grateful for a leader who gives his people, and our adversaries, such clear financial guidance on his trading strategy for a big order ahead of time. Perhaps we should call him Trader Joe. And that's my holiday gift to those of you who trade and invest in global financial markets as we do. Enjoy the season of Sagittarius, which starts this Tuesday, November 22nd. Markets usually, but not always, like Sag season. And that's the newsletter for this week. Now, as far as the markets go, this week starts to get really, really slow. In fact, it already has. You could see it in the volume yesterday. So... Thanksgiving week is typically kind of a non-event. However, the big boys leave town and, and the gremlins are in control. And when there's not a lot of volume, they can move things around quite a bit very easily. So you could see some volatility through the week. We'll see. What about in the sky? Any big influences? No. Other than what Ray just mentioned, Sagittarius season begins Tuesday early, early in the morning at 3.20 a.m. And then we have a couple of aspects between Mercury and Venus. Interestingly, both Mercury and Venus trine Chiron on Friday, same day. The other big one, obviously, we've talked about Jupiter turns direct on Wednesday. That happens Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So we have two big events and then a fairly quiet week the rest of the week in the sky. 
and that portends to maybe a quieter week in the markets. Then we turn the page to December and things really start to pick up because we have right off the bat, Mercury and Venus both scoot right on through Sagittarius. They enter Capricorn on the 20th, the one we have our eye on, when Jupiter, back direct again, enters Aries. And we have that full moon in Gemini where Mars is doing its thing, and that's on December 7th. Oh, and speaking of oil, he was just talking about oil. That's Neptune's realm, and Neptune stations direct from its retrograde early in the month on December 3rd. Plenty to keep our eye on there. So I really do hope you're doing this inner work that we talked about Thursday and Friday. I mean, this is a really special time with some incredible real estate in the sky right now. So get through this Mars square Neptune. I mean, we still have the sun in the middle there. It's not quite as strong as it was two days ago, but it's still there. You can still cash in on it. And then look at the shadow side of Mars and Neptune. See where the deceptions are or see where you are not following intuition. And then get ready for the blank checkbook tomorrow that we've been talking about. See you tomorrow night. Speaking of, for Level Up, Facebook and the YouTube channel at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you join us for a nice love meditation, sending that energy out into the world. And we'll be back here to yawn together <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs>